So welcome back to the National Association for Primary Education podcast. My name is Mark Taylor. I'm chatting with Peter Cancel here and we're going to talk to you a little bit about some of the events and some of the projects that we've been involved in. And today we're going to be talking about a, a Kennels project with, to do with Breakfast Club. So thanks Peter for chatting again. Uh, good afternoon Mark. So tell us what's been involved in this project and, and how exactly have we been involved? Well. NAEP have been involved with Kellogg's over the last few years actually because um, they've been supporting breakfast clubs for quite a long time and uh, we've been very happy to be supporting them in their quest to have breakfast clubs across the country. And you've been involved in the awards as well I believe as, as well. So, so take us through first of all what's the, what is the project, what is it that they actually give schools and how does that work? Okay my understanding is that they award uh, breakfast club awards every year to to schools who who apply for this um, and enter the competition um, and we make a judgment on which applications are the best ones in terms of what they provided for this for the children breadth of, of activities the breadth of, of interesting things they do and a variety of different foods and so on the whole education of children and preparing them for school and so that's the awards bit of it, and in which obviously the, the national award winner wins, I think, a thousand pounds, and and there are regional award winners as well, um, and that's a very prestigious um, ceremony which happens at the House of Commons, which is which is lovely, um, but their uh, involvement goes much wider than that because during the year um, they uh, uh, make payments to schools. If schools apply to them, um, they will award them a, a grant to help set up or develop a breakfast club. They, uh, at the moment, are awarding a thousand pounds per school. They've upped their their offer this year from three hundred thousand to six hundred thousand pounds, and they select schools who are in the most deprived areas first and so they're aiming to target at least one in four of all the schools of deprived areas in the country. So it really is quite um, a, a philanthropic kind of idea in as much as we are chatting before and it's not that you have to buy Kellogg's products or anything like that it really is a sense of we all understand that having breakfast is important and, and something not every child gets the opportunity to do so it really is supporting the child rather than just yeah. the company. Yeah, very much so, and and Kellogg would say that 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 it, that it is through their foundation that um, that they award this money, and that their founder William Kellogg was a philanthropist and has always and they've always maintained his idea and his the spirit of his idea of helping society. Through the the awards and various conversations that you've had. What do they? What do schools actually have to do once they've got that money? Is there certain things they have to buy, or is it literally giving them the opportunity to set it up in the way that works for their school? I guess depending on the amount of children and the number of people coming through their doors for a breakfast club. Exactly that. There, there is no obligation to spend the money in a particular way. There's no obligation to buy Kellogg's products. They, they just give them the money to set up a breakfast club. And obviously, you know, they want the best that they can get for that school. And and the schools obviously want the same thing. So, so there's, you know, that's where the, the ideas meet. And you had some statistics earlier in terms of the, the, the sorts of numbers of children that we think are going hungry in the mornings and, and that these... Um, 
this money can actually help them with. If it gives us sort of a rough idea of, of, the, of the sorts of numbers of children they think are actually going to school without having had any breakfast. Well, the, the calculation they did from their survey they had done this year, the research they had done this year, was that there are 800,000 children going hungry, going to school hungry in the mornings. Um, and a lot of those children, are not necessarily not being allowed to have breakfast, it might be that they're choosing not to have breakfast, particularly secondary age children, particularly girls, they're skipping breakfast um, because it's not cool or because they haven't got time for it or whatever. But there are still a significant number, particularly in primary age children, among primary age children, um, but a significant number of families who just cannot afford to give their children breakfast. And those children are having a meal maybe the night before and who knows about the quality of that meal and that's the last thing they have until the school dinner the next day unless there's some intervention. And how does this work, well, you may not know this I guess, but, but how does it work in terms of breakfast clubs which are there almost as a way of supporting parents to be able to get to work or the children actually needing to be in school earlier? Does, does it make any difference whether that's the case? It's not necessarily just for children that need to have breakfast because they're hungry, it's because it's actually a club which is available for parents in school. That's right. It's very much like that as well. It's, it's that dual uh, aspect to it, uh, like after-school clubs. You know, there will be a number of number of children who are after-school clubs um, solely because their parents can't collect them immediately after school because they're working, and that would be the case too with breakfast clubs. And in my experience of, of being a head teacher, the, the there were parents who who brought their children because they had to go to school to, to work at eight o'clock. And you know, as a school, we weren't set up to have children coming into school at eight o'clock, so that was always difficult for parents. So it's a really good thing on that in that respect. But it also, what we found was that if we were able to persuade parents who didn't have that problem but had difficulty in feeding their children to come into that the breakfast club, it meant they got a good meal. Um, but it also, there was, a, there was a value in children, there is a value in children who um, maybe are reluctant to go to school or maybe are, were, were disruptive when they got to school because they had an unsettled um, start to the day at home. And so this often gives them a more settled and stable environment in which they can start the school day. And they, they then start actually in school at nine o'clock-ish, they start but hit the ground running. Yeah, because they, they, they've started the day in a social manner rather yeah. than straight into the educational world that the, that the school has. Exactly. Um, and Nate's had a long involvement with this, isn't it? I mean, certainly as long as I can remember, I can remember it being in talked about. Do you have any idea about when the relationship started and, and, and why Nate's such an integral part of, of being involved? I think it was probably, well, it was at least 10 years ago. I know that, that um, Kellogg's have now been doing this for 21 years. Um, I, and I'm not sure when Nate got involved. I know that, that John Coe was certainly directly involved with them before I was. So um, I, I think it's at least 10 years and maybe even much longer. That's lovely. Thanks very much for chatting. <laughs>